How we doing, prolific people? Welcome to the Prolific Podcast. This podcast exists to encourage one another to abide in Jesus. And as a result, bear fruit that truly lasts. This is Joey. And I'm Alejo. You ready? Let's do this. Hello. Yo, 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 yo. Apparently, by the way, I don't know if you heard this. A couple of people said that I didn't sound like myself last week. That you didn't I, sound like yourself? Deeply applied. They're like, oh, they have a guest. Like, who is it? And they never introduced. Man. Never induced. That, like, induced, it's me talking to myself. Little, oh, dude. <laughs> I don't know. We need to take a vote on how many people think that Alejo just talks to himself or does Joey talk to himself? Oh, like, okay. whichever one. No, no, as in, like, because sometimes you can't tell us apart. Like, because the last vote that you casted was who interrupted who. Yeah. We had a comment that year. We got both sides. Attacked on both ends of that. So, I'm probably going to delete that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was not a good uh, no, but guys, we're super excited to be with you guys again. Uh, thank you for joining us. We are going to be talking today about priesthood and young priests. Uh, Joey and I had a uh, really exciting, bro, the bottom of your socks. I got a whole bunch of paint on it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. This is for my chicken coop, bro. Ooh, my chicken coop. You got distracted. You know you live in the country where your socks look like socks. Your dirty. So anyway... We had the great uh, ben, uh, just privilege of ministering, just hanging out with um, these awesome young ministers and priests uh, this Friday. They are students that Joey and I have uh, spent a lot of time with mm-hmm. um, in, in different contexts. Um, when I was a worship pastor, they were in the worship ministry. Uh, when yeah. Joey was a yeah, handful. Uh, well, all of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah all. No, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when Joey was a youth pastor, they were in his ministry, of yep. course. They Joey has seen them grow up. We've seen them grow up. Yeah. Um, so it's really cool. We had an opportunity to go to a two-hour set. So we we yeah. had the opportunity of uh, being a part of a of a twenty-four hour period of worship in which teams had two hours mm-hmm. to worship, two hours yep. to go any direction. The, yep. the only the only prerequisite is the music never stops. Yep. And so uh, we were, um, I invited them over and uh, it was just super, super special to go with them. And uh, so I just, we just wanted to touch on the, um, just what we saw and, and just what, what the heart behind it was. And, and uh, first of all, Joey, I'm just so encouraged, man, that, that, there continue to be workers for the harvest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, Jesus said, pray for workers for the, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And I, and I bet every church leader, every pastor, every church staff feels like there just aren't enough workers for the harvest. Yeah. I mean, we talked to a pastor today Yeah, that he was like using man, like, you know, we're doing good. We're just, we've struggled with like, getting the right people getting the right workers on the right area you know interesting and and so it's just yeah it's 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 really critical because you see it left and right you see people but you're like it's almost like do you you know you're called to be a priest do you know you're called to be a minister and like yeah you just you just said that that is going to take this a whole different direction than i thought i know but (laughs) he's like okay let me strap myself well no you just said something joey that sparked something so so I took, I, we, I invited these young people and then, you know, I, I let you know they were coming and, uh, they were so happy. They were so happy that you were there because yeah. you're, you're their pastor. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I was just blessed uh, to be a part. And- yeah. And still, you're still connected to all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, um, but the reason why I inviting, invited them, Joey, is because ever since I stepped away from staff in 2020 at a church, I have experienced something really interesting. 
I have experienced many, many calls from pastors looking for worship pastors and yeah, worship leader and leader. Well, yeah, they, they, let it, me, I mean, let me, let me, I guess, let me, okay. So they're just looking for worshipers. Yeah. People that can lead their worship ministries, right? Like there's people that believe worship pastors yeah. are like a made up thing and all that stuff. Yeah. And like, it really doesn't matter really. You know, if you, if you're a priest, you're a priest. Um, but, but I just started to get, have this feeling in my heart, this, a, a little bit of a, of a mourning and of a heartbreak considering that maybe our form of ministry, so follow me here. So maybe our form of, of ministry, which is often overscheduled, often checking the box, often within the plans of man and not the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I'll just leave that there because that's very broad and, mm -hmm. you, you know, you get whatever the Holy Spirit tells you as I say that. But that we haven't done a great job at having the kind of ministry that build our young people to know how to maneuver in God's presence. Mm. Okay, so... Don't let me start this <laughs> one. Which is not the way we were going at all, but... But but a little bit still. So I was just excited, bro, to invite these young priests to be a part of a time where they weren't they were forced to be un Well, my the way I would yeah, the way that I would um like give you a similarity of it. It's like when you go from high school to college, mm. it's like when you're in high school, your entire nine hour day is planned yep. for you. And you know exactly what's happening after the next thing. But you only really get to figure out who you are until you have the time to schedule yourself mm -hmm. what happens in your day. Like what you want to be disciplined in, how you want to wake up, how you want to go to bed. Who you're going to be. Like, like yeah, like, like oh, so wait a minute. Dang, every time I wake up at 8.30, I'm late to school. Do I want to be known as the kid that's late to school? And I don't know about that. that. I, I don't care. Do I or, the kid that never shows up no. to class? Or, right, right. You go from you go from what I would call... Uh, oh, yeah, this is going a whole different direction. You, you <laughs> would go from, from being considered like mommy and daddy's faith, where my faith is I go, to, I go to youth group. Like, yeah, I go to youth group. Would you go to youth group because mommy and daddy tell you to go to youth group? Or do you go to youth group because you want to pursue the king? Like, do you go to church on the weekends because your friends go to church on the weekends? Or do you go to one of church on the weekends because you want to be a priest on the weekends and be and no. utilized by the kingdom of God there? Like, like where, like, why do you, why you want to be a worship leader because you have gifts to sing and play keys? Or do you want to be a worship leader because God has established that priesthood in you to be an establishment for the presence of God within a, a, a platform or X, Y, Z or, or no platform. In, o in other words, communicator, et cetera, et cetera. You yeah. fill in the blank for all those things. You know? In other words, do you want to serve God because you want to be a part of the weekend function of what happens in a church? People. Or do you want to serve God because you have a longing to know him mm. in his heart? in how he moves, in what he's about, and how his kingdom moves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that that's why I was so excited to take them, bro, because it's like the same it's like the same reason why I often tell my wife, we need to let Luca be bored. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like he doesn't need another like he doesn't need another activity right away. He needs to learn to think and he needs to learn to be 
and he needs to learn to imagine without our help. Yeah. And and I and so so I'll say this. So I think of all the cons of overscheduled Christianity when it comes to our gathering, I think that's probably the the one of the biggest um repercussions for the believer is that the believer doesn't get to rest and navigate who God is when it's quiet. Quiet's the key freaking word that the Lord is stirring in me through this. Yeah. It's quiet. Most of the world is terrified of quiet. Like, like if I'm on platform and I've spoken messages like this before where I have said something and I've stopped talking and you can see it in the faces of people. You can see it in the faces of people that they're like, like, I wish you could see my face. They're kind of like, um, is he gonna, like, this is kind of awkward. This is kind of weird. Can you like keep talking? Cause I kind of don't want to be alone with that thought that you just put in front of my head. Like, it's almost like, just keep going so I can keep writing notes. So I don't actually have to process what you just said. Okay. That's great. Now let me give you the counter as a worship minister. Mm-hmm. I am, the, it's not quiet literally because the music mm-hmm. is playing yeah. or it could be quiet yeah, literally. Yeah. But I have ceased to minister and as a congregation person, you feel uncomfortable because you don't know how to pray. Right. You don't, it you does, actually don't know how to worship. You actually know how to minister to his heart. Please. Well, because I actually believe if I could say anything, which is kind of the context of what we're talking about within priest wise, like, like this young priest, I feel like a lot of people just don't understand that like, I actually said this to the young priest as we were going to worship of like a lot of people within the body of Christ go to church because they think church is about them. They go to church to be fed. And then I've heard it many times of like, 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 man, I just, I just don't like it there because I, they, the, that pastor just doesn't feed me. I don't grow there. I don't like, and I'm like, and I just, I used to always look at that. And at first it sounds really good. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You should grow. You should be. You should be growing wherever you're around in the church. Absolutely. You're 100% right. And like those words have even come out of me, but like, like, man, that message just really didn't really didn't like, you know, stir anything in me, you know? And, and I've said that. And now, now am I, you know, 29 years old. Now I'm like, dude, church is never like the church is a gathering of the saints, the gathering of the, the priest. So then we can lift up Jesus. And as we lift up Jesus, Sometimes when we pursue desperately dependent upon Jesus, if something changes in my life, praise God. If nothing changes, praise God. But this is the thing. When his presence is there, freedom's going to come. When you seek first the kingdom of God, all of these things will be added upon you. Like well, it, it just will. Like yeah. just, it just will. So like, like, but if your heart's intention is I'm going to go to church to get something from God, you're actually already walking into church with the wrong heart. Well, and but but I'll say too, like I think there is a connect connection. There's a connected relationship between the people that are that receive the message in the in in the church and the in the people that give the message, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I I, I will, you know, I'm always reminded that the the kingdom is a lot of both and mm-hmm. instead of either ors, right? So there is a connected relationship, as I was saying, between the leaders that preach 
the leaders that preach ought to exhort people into priesthood. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the people that preach, I believe that one of the, so I never understood, right? Like not never, never understood, but I, uh, always felt fleshly uncomfortable when a worship leader would say, would you just sing your own song for 30 seconds? <laughs> right? Yeah. I like, I, I used to feel like, why are you trying to control me? Now that I've matured, and so naturally I would have, naturally... We just need to have worship leaders be like, hey, for the next 25 minutes, we're not going to sing any song. We're going to play music and you're going to have to worship and praise. Right. Like, so anyway, so... so anyway, that actually, like, how would that go over? Well... Like, it, I think about that. Well, like, I think, oh. I, I definitely think that, so that, so I think that there is a discipleship factor to the, our ministering, right? So a, a worship leader, I believe, is responsible uh, for the long-term discipleship of our room to worship the king in a more biblical way. Does that make sense? So long-term, if you are if you are exposed to a congregation for a long period of time, I believe one of the marks of your success as a, as a worship leader is that the congregation learns to worship the Lord more fully, mm. more uh, in a more abandoned way, mm. in, a, in a more authentic way, right? But anyway, so I used to feel, what I was saying is I used to feel controlled by somebody saying that, but now like telling me worship for 30 seconds. Mm. Now I understand that there's an exhorting in a discipleship that happens when people put me in an uncomfortable place mm. where I have to fill the gap with the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's feeling it for me. So that's one side. Yeah. I believe that in the connected relationship that I said, the, 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 the leaders that preach have to continue to, should continue to put the congregation, the people that gather in a position where they have to grow. Mm -hmm. But then also on the congregation side, the congregation needs to cease to put the responsibility of ministering on a, on another person. Mm -hmm. That is your job. You can't your delegate job. ministering. Right. And people, when they hear ministering, maybe, maybe we need to clarify what ministering yes. like, like aspect is. Ministering is actually like uh, the only way I can e express it in a very simple, simple term is 20% for you, 80% for God. Let me explain what I mean by that. 20% uh, of that is going to affect you. It's like if you are if you are sharing the aspect of the goodness of God, that there may be 20% affecting your faith. Does that make sense? Like, like as you preach the goodness of God back to the king, well, it's going to, as faith, as Roman says, faith comes right hearing and hearing I think, the word. I think the so, so let me it, let me step in and say, I think the percentages might be confusing, right? Right, right. Because, right. because so maybe let, maybe let's not say yeah. percentage and let's make it maybe make it like connected to a verse. So, so, so the act of worship is connecting yourself to the vine. Yes. Yep. Yep. And so as the vine is glorified, mm -hmm. if you are dependent in your source, you know, from the vine, the vine is your source. Well, the higher the vine is lifted, the more lifted you're going to be, right? But but the order is not, I lift myself up so mm -hmm. then God can be lifted right. up. Right. It's I lift the Lord up and therefore I am my, my spirit is blessed because as the hymn says, you know, the things of earth will grow strangely dim right. at the light of his right. glorious face, right. right? Like, and it comes back to whereas, you know, we, you've heard it many, many ways. Like how, how big are your problems right now? Are they bigger than the God you worship? It's like, well, what do you mean by that? Well, the, the question is, are you thinking more? It's the, it's the, what is, what is your Romans 12? Like, is your mind being renewed on how big your problem is? 
or is your mind being renewed how big your 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 mind God being is, renewed right? is such a like, big part because dude. because in reality like during worship like there's certain moments and this gets me really fired up because because there's certain moments of worship where i actually have to sing myself into faith i have to i have to align my soul right so when we went through a miscarriage when i was singing about my god being a protector i had to remind my soul that my god is a protector he is still for her he is still for me he's still for her he's still for my wife like like she is like like he is still a protector even though my circumstance may not be the picture of what i thought protection would be like and you can go look it up it's 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 from uh uh kim from from jesus culture called protector and that was the song the weekend after we found that like we had our miscarriage that just like like my my soul i had to my spirit had to drag my soul and my flesh into that that he is my protector right and and i had to, i literally had to drag it so i had to drag myself into faith and there's certain moments I heard it from a worship pastor that sometimes our praise is actually the manifestation of our doubt our praise sometimes is a manifestation of our doubt what that meant to me in that moment as this pastor is talking about is like sometimes they you're you're singing about like oh this valley and in the darkness and oh i'm called and and like all of these things it's actually like sometimes we're singing out of the place of doubt not even in the place of faith where we're singing in this place of like like almost we're we're, we're singing um uh I, like i have so many songs that stir through my head but like the song of the ascent like, I don't know if you ever heard of that from, from Hillsong. Like, yeah, you, you, you have, like you've sang it. Multiple how, times, how does it but, go, Joey? Uh, I can't even think of the, the, the straight up lyric of it. But, <laughs> but there's, there's a part where like, for some reason, when I was in youth ministry, that song was our, our song for a season at Wellspring students. Like it was like three or four months where man, when that song came on and, and uh, I'm just, I really am trying to think of, of, of one of the lyrics because what's so funny is, is the entire song the people were like, ah, oh, yeah, God's this, God's that, and da, da 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 da. But the moment it got to like the battle the person was facing, like like this part where I actually talked about the like the the valley, mm-hmm. like it talked about that valley, like yeah, and they would throw their hands up, right? And I'm like, man, it's just, and I, I literally would question, I'm like, is it so why are we so quick to throw our hands up in the moment of when we when we're singing about the thing that is destroying us? That is, that is diverting our attention from God. But whenever we're actually singing about God, everyone seems to be quieter. When they, like, like why are we so quick to, to sing about the valley of the shadow of death? How fear no evil, right? And, and like, oh, that's so powerful and that's so good and so great. But we forget about that the Lord is my shepherd. Mm-hmm. The, the, he's with me. Like he, he's here, you know? And well, I think as you were saying, like sometimes it's uh, it's obeying into faith, right? Like you are being obedient to what the Lord is saying um, for you to for, for uh, obedient for the posture that the Lord wants you to have. And then therefore you are blessed uh, with faith. And, and it reminds me, I, I believe it's in Hebrews. I this is going to I'm going to butcher this, but um, I believe it's either Abraham or Moses. And it was talking about. It's a verse that talks about just their patience and their endurance while the promise wasn't fulfilled. And Hebrews talks about how essentially what they did was worship, 
in 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 their worship what i you know perceive that that verse says is that they were reminded about the god who had made them that promise that was going to that, that was going to deliver them um but uh yeah man it just it it's it's really important to me and you know as i look back on this weekend with these students it's just so important to me now as i realized as i was getting the calls from those pastors in 2020 and, and realizing that that it just seemed like there was a shortage is what i was getting to there was a shortage of worshipers that knew god's presence mm. like there was a shortage of ministers that knew how to uh like minister not just get through a worship set mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying not just get through worship songs that are just perfectly tracked out one two three four you know we're playing this song this song this song, excellent this song. like it was really professional it was or like yeah yeah and it was on schedule and no everything. discords like like man that was just it was it was excellent it was it was this almost ooh, ooh. it was almost an excellent aroma to god but it may not have been a sweet aroma. Well, I, I would say like, I, I would uh, say, think about that one for a second. No, I get you. It may been an excellent aroma to God, which again is still beautiful. Well, no, I would say if you, if we are excellent in our plans and not his plan, are we being excellent? Well, that's what I mean. It was an excellent aroma. No, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't that excellent was, could mean a lot of things. Yeah. It's, but the Bible says, let your praise be a sweet aroma to the Lord. Well, no, like, I don't know. That's just something that's stirred in me. I'm like, huh. Like right now, as you're talking, I'm like, it's interesting because yeah, as you find excellence, like, like there, there's moments you find the word of like, you know, do things right, do things in integrity and, you know, give your heart and work all things upon the Lord. Like, you know, it's, it's in uh, Colossians that says, you know, we're all things do it upon Christ, which in those moments. I'm unto gonna, him. Yeah. Unto him. And so that means, Hey, I'm going to give, like, I'm going to work really, really hard. And well, that's, that's the Lord, right? Because we could be yeah. paused there and we ask ourselves, what does it mean to do something onto the Lord? Right. Uh, I, I still, that's so, what I say. Excellent. So, so, I'll, so I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example of something that's that's done for but not onto. Mm -hmm. My wife. My wife is a woman. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> Gasp. Um, and like any woman, she likes to be courted and she likes to receive things that are thoughtful. Mm-hmm. If I don't think about, if I don't have intimacy with my wife, I would get my wife an entire house full of red roses. Mm -hmm. well, guess what, Joey? Tara doesn't like red roses. Mm -hmm. Right. I could do that for her. I could spend an entire, I could, I could last minute or even planned out, buy an entire store's worth of red roses. Mm-hmm. And fill my house with them. And you know what my wife's thought would be? That the, the amount and the planning doesn't matter. What matters is I didn't know her. Mm. Which we apologize right now. The, there we have a story. I don't think so. I'm not sure if yeah. you can hear it or not, but it is dumping rain and thunder behind us. So, so welcome to Florida. It'll probably be over in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so that so those roses, they have effort. Yeah. They have planning. Yeah. They have the wow factor. They even have maybe your love, like you trying to love her. Well, like you trying, like I'm gonna do this. But this is the thing, She's gonna love this. I know her. Right. I wouldn't get that for her. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's yeah. not gonna make her happy. Yeah. You know. And so, so, so it's like now if I was doing it as a joke, maybe. But again, that's that's still an intimacy because right. I know what you like, and right. I'm doing it just to be funny. Right. But I think a lot. It, now, if I did. The, something different if I got my wife some garden roses which are smaller mm -hmm. 
and match what she likes better because she's modest and mm -hmm. doesn't like things that are flashy mm -hmm. and just like things likes things that are thoughtful and i get her just one bouquet mm -hmm. of those garden roses mm -hmm. it's gonna do more for her because it is rooted in a relationship with her and so my fear is that in our ministry we get got a bunch of red roses mm -hmm. that he doesn't want so you know an example of red roses that he doesn't want is when you worship him but you have offense an example of roses that he doesn't want is when you keep the sabbath but you don't care about somebody's healing Mm. on the Sabbath. Mm. An example of red roses that he doesn't want is when you give all your sacrifices but have no mercy. You get what I mean? Yeah. When we are noisy gongs, mm. even in our beautiful music, like yeah. it's a bunch of red roses the Lord doesn't want. Would you just give him mm. his garden roses? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But in order to do that, we have to know him. So for example... Yeah. Like, I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to pick, and again, like, I just, and that's, this is the reason why I love God's kingdom, because God's kingdom is so invisible to the fleshly eyes, but it's visible to the, to the spiritual eyes, right? What is more distracting, Joey? A stage filled with chords all over the place, music stands, chords of different colors. Because guess what? This worship team doesn't have the means to buy different color chords. Yeah. Or, uh, or uh, they, they just received, yeah, they just received them from a different church. Yeah. They were donated. Yeah. But they have a bunch of different color cords and the lights are bright as day. There's no smoke. And then on the other side, there's a worship team with all perfect things. Or I'm sorry, in the, the team with all those color cords and everything have a real longing for the Lord to minister to his heart, to get to know him. And then on the other side, you have a worship team with all the physical things in place. Yep. But they have no joy in their heart to worship God. What is spiritually more distracting? What is excellent? To those that I would explain that have an eye to see and an ear to hear right. from the Lord, like where you can discern and see the spirit. Oh, the more distracting is obviously the one that has it all perfectly, quote unquote, together. Because, you know, it's funny is you'll be able to see right through that. It's not perfectly put together. You will instantly be able to be like, man, something, I sense something. Do you believe what you're something singing? Or like, man, like, mm -hmm. like it just doesn't, there's no. And that's not to say you can't have both. No. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but there is one that takes priority. Mm. Yeah. I would say a lot of churches tend to want one of those. A lot, a because lot of the, the big C churches, we tend to want to have this, this perfectly put on. You know why? Yeah. You know why? Good. Because one caters to the audience and one caters to priests. Absolutely. And what happens is it the audiences are the audiences. And by audience, I mean people that just watch and don't participate that are being the opposite of discipled. They are the ones with the quickest feedback. Mm -hmm. The quickest praise. Correct. The quickest whatever. Yeah. But on the other hand, when people are ministered to in a place where they're bringing to discomfort. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example of people being ministered to discomfort. 
Eat my flesh, drink my blood. Yep. That's people being ministered into discomfort, mm -hmm. into a place where they have to figure out how God's <laughs> word right matches you know what i'm saying they're yeah. who they are yeah and so they are faced with okay wait a minute so either i need to change to resemble that word of eat my flesh drink my blood mm -hmm. essentially what jesus was telling people was this bro i am everything you need dude everything that's that's in those times stone the men right now right heresy how dare you say which okay. They tried to stone him. Then. No, okay. <laughs> like we don't want you to be a prophet, but fine. We'll say you're a prophet. Right. We don't want you to be a healer, but fine. We'll, we'll say, say you're a healer. Yeah. We don't want you to be a teacher, but fine. We'll say you're a teacher. But you want to say that you're everything we need, mm -hmm. bro. And that's when Jesus looks at yeah. his disciples and yeah. he's like, "Are you guys gonna leave too?" Yeah. Well, that's uh, uh, after people had left. Hundred. No, not just disciples. Like not not just to his disciples. It says many that were following him yeah. turned away and followed him no longer. Then he looks at his 12 yeah. and says, you going to go away too? So he was actually talking to followers of his. Mm -hmm. People that were following him from town to town that said, mm -hmm. you are the way. That type of following. And he gets into this type of extremism in their minds. I am everything. And they say, I can't follow that. That's like I think the way somebody said it was, was that's a really hard teaching to take. Like somebody said yeah. something like that yeah. in the in the scripture, and I just love that because it, it, I mean, it is that it's like when Jesus tells the, the Pharisees before Moses was I am. Yeah, yeah, right. Like yeah, oh, that's so hard to think. Jesus, like, <laughs> like I feel like right? certain moments, like like uh, obviously most most of the disciples were not scholars or biblical, like like they weren't Pharisees. Most of mm -hmm. them weren't. But I picture the ones that were following that were Pharisees, like all for Jesus, and he would say something, and they're like, "Ooh, I, gotta uh, go, uh, <laughs> Jesus." Can't, no, no, no. Can't repose that on my no, Facebook. Can't repose that. Can't tweet that. That is not going to be a retweet. And all my followers believe me. <laughs> but don't you love like don't you love Joey? How, like how important? Wouldn't you say it's so important? Like, so I'll, I'll kind of bring you into my musician brain or my musician context. Mm -hmm. Going back to our young priests that we were with this past Friday. Um. I was put in a position when I first got saved where there were hours we were praying and worshiping. Bro, my fingers were hurt yeah. playing the guitar. I would run out of things to sing. I only knew so many songs. Right. I think I knew Set a Fire. Oh, of course. And like, yeah, it's something three else. Chords. Which of course, Set a Fire could fill three hours. But hey. <laughs> but. We're to hit that bridge again. I know. <laughs> But uh, all my Wellspring students right there, they they know what I'm talking. They know what I'm talking. I know. Right? <laughs> We're gonna go into that again. One more again. Bring it. <laughs> but um, but like I remember the first time when I was, oh, I got. Can I tell you something cool? So um, I was. This is when I first got had gotten saved. This is like why impartation and discipleship is so important, and the, all the gifts of the Spirit in the in the church. A guy that was like work like operating heavy prophecy walked up to me and he goes god's giving you the gift of prophetic worship mm -hmm. and bro he said that right before we went up the, on the platform and before he imparted this on me 
I didn't, I didn't even know what prophetic worship was. Yeah, yeah. It, it, even when I got on the platform, I had no idea what he meant. Brother, as we worshiped, I think we were, I think we were there for like two and a half, three hours, mm-hmm. because when this, the songs didn't even, the songs yeah. fell to the background. It was like we were just singing unto God, like proclaiming. It was like our worship became prayer, just this longing prayer, and it like it makes me consider like, like the the wide gap. Again, so that's on the musician side, like the moment when you sang everything you know to sing and then you're left with the Lord and now you have to have a conversation. There's a chord. There's one chord being played and you're like, um, okay. And I would feel like many people, many people in the priestly world, the church world, get, get, get scared of that chord because, because which I would come back to. Oh, that space. How does... And, and I think a lot of people are scared of it because their secret place does not reveal that. Many people that I see that are that are not afraid of the single chord or the quiet, I feel like are the people that have a secret place that they're already in this communion with Abba. And they're unceasingly praying. They're already just, it's just part of their life. Like it's a communion mm-hmm. with the Lord, right? And then the people that are, that are either learning or have never dabbled in that is because a couple of things and here don't don't hear me what i'm not saying this could get this could get us partially canceled from the church here the bible is extremely important 100 billion per- oh a hundred a hundred billion ten trillion sir million are you sure you want to continue I need to say this route because it's extremely important but don't just read the word to the king come on don't just read the word to the king. He he wrote that for you. He did. He wrote that for you. It's meant to be written in your heart. 100%. But my brothers and my sisters, close your word and talk to your father. Mm, come on, man. Like, uh, and, and I mean talk. Aside from uh, the religious part, yeah, right? Like, like, like And, I, and what like, Joey's like, saying like is... Like, I'm not saying where, where Jesus, Jesus says it in... When he is right before the Lord's prayer. Right before. He says, he says this. Don't be like the Gentiles who think by their many words will be heard. Don't be like that. Like, so pray in this way. Father out in heaven, da 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 da, da right? Right, like what he, what he means by those things that I believe as I see it is like, you you don't have to have a whole a whole book of what you need to talk to the Lord about. Just like you don't need a whole need to have a whole book that you're going to talk to your spouse about, your friend about, your your like that random person on the side of the street that you said hi to about, like like you didn't you don't have to have a game plan. Now there's certain moments that game plans are nice or questions are nice. Having the word is nice. Having this question of like, man, God, when you met Shadow of the Valley of Death, like spout like the Lord teach me off of this, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's also something extremely special when if you say with no word in front of you, Abba. I'm having some fear in my finance. Will you walk my soul through the truth of your word mm. as I communicate this to you? Will you remind me of your word? Mm-hmm. Because your word mentions that your Holy Spirit will bring to remembrance your word in me. So, Father, will you, without me opening scripture, without me needing a, a guiding factor, which the word can be used in that way, but sometimes people will use worship music as their, their crutch 
in their their time to worship for the Lord. Sometimes, like like lyrics wise, sometimes they'll use like worship. Sometimes they'll use the Bible as a crutch to have a relationship with God. Sometimes, like like, and then there's the other side. Sometimes people will only have a conversation and will never get into the Word, and then you have false doctrines and all this so, stuff. So again, like, we go back to the like both and right, both and. And so the the critical step that I feel like is is so 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 very important in this entire priesthood manner is you're a priest that before we needed rituals and it was an old covenant and you needed to kill a lamb and you need to do all these things wash your hands in this way and then you could walk into the tent of meeting with the spirit of the living god as a priest well now because of what jesus did splitting the veil he was the sacrificial lamb for all eternity like this like we fill all these blanks right so because of this, because of that, because of this, we now have the capability to still walk into the Holy of Holies mm -hmm. with how Paul writes, with a thankful heart mm -hmm. to now have communion with the Lord. And so the access that we have as priests now because of Jesus has now been given to all those that call Jesus as the Lord and Savior, as truly followers of the way. And so what I loved watching, and it was one of the things that I encouraged the, the four students as we're driving up there, is they have the same Holy Spirit as you, mm -hmm. as me, as their favorite preacher and teacher that they listen to, whatever, the person that you find the most spirit-filled person, right? You have the same Holy Spirit. And I encourage them, move in that tonight. Just just move in that. Move in the fact of the knowing that you are the child's, you, you are the child of God, the king's daughter, the king's son. Mm -hmm. And just... Just moving that priesthood. Well, and, I, and, I, and it was, dude, from a from a youth pastor perspective. Yeah. Like, each one of them have gone wayward at times. Each one of them have struggled at times. But to see them in those moments, in those for those two hours, to watch them worship the king with very little flow, with very very little plan, right? The plan was, hey, we have these six songs that we might hit. <laughs> like that was pretty much the the plan from you, which I've always loved that about you, right? Um, and and out of that is just like to watch them begin to walk in their priesthood in a way that they haven't been before, and to to see them walk off platform with a a chip on your shoulder is in the right way to put it, but a ooh a new understanding of the anointing that Abba has for them. Mm -hmm. uh, an understanding of the mantle that the Lord has given them. Each one of them. Each one of them. To see light. Like it just, I'm re I'm really, really am proud. I told them that night, I'm really proud of them. Um, I'm excited to continue to see the Lord do many things in them. Like they, they are, they are young priests in the Lord. And yet at the same time to see just God be doing really, really incredible things in and then and through them. And I know we went in like 900 million different directions on this, this podcast, but, but, um, yeah, I want to, I just want to just make mention, man, of, um, I believe it, the verse is Isaiah 10, 27. Let's look that up here real quick. Isaiah 10, 27. Isaiah 10, 27. You might ask yourself, like, why is that important? Like, why is it important that like, is the, is the church meant to just be a place where we just create room for room's sake? You know what I'm saying? Like, is that what it is? Like, is the highest call spontaneity or is the highest call just like not having a plan? Because I also come from that too, right? Like where like people just assume that just because something is spontaneous, 
then it's godly, it's right? Yeah. And that's that's a whole no, different that's a whole different conversation. But <laughs> but it, just because it's planned, it doesn't mean it's also really right. Like, again, and or <laughs> like, yeah. it doesn't mean. <laughs> but the the key with that the key with that is not the key with it is the relationship with God that makes us a priority. Our communing with His Spirit that makes us that also um, ministers out of our lives His anointing. Um, it says this in Isaiah ten twenty seven. It says, "In that day, the Lord will end the bondage of His people. He will break the yoke of slavery and lift it from their shoulders." Um, and You've heard it said before that it is God's anointing that breaks the yoke of the enemy, you know? And so the the reason I believe it's important that we disciple and we teach these, these young priests to, re, to have a relationship with God, I equate it this way, just to kind of lend the plane here. My wife and I live in the same home, Okay. And we parent, we cope, we parent, and we labor together parenting. We're in each other's vicinity as we do it. We have a task that we do. So let me equate that to you going to church and doing the church thing, right? But the reason why I date my wife is because if I don't date her for long enough, when Luca goes to bed, we might have nothing to talk about. And what a, what a tragedy. If my wife is in front of me, the woman that I married, and we have been so task-oriented that when we have space, we don't know what to do with it. Conversationally, you know? And the, 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 the way that equates with church is sometimes we can be so good at doing the church thing. Yet when there is space to talk to the Lord, we are so out of touch with Him that we don't even know how it plays out, how to do it. And I believe it is these conversations, these true, honest, the Bible says that true worshipers will worship in spirit and in truth, right? You know, you were saying about reading your Bible or talking to the Lord. The most important quality about the whole thing is truth. You can read your Bible and not read it in truth. Mm -hmm. You can just read it like the Pharisees read it. For no need to, to intimacy. To boast, boast about what they knew. Yep. You can, mm -hmm. you can, Talk to God and not read your scriptures and not do it in truth. And so now you're just saying whatever comes to your mind. And making you're being it also easy. Gentile, making with long prayers, with many things. Right. Yeah, yeah. But the key is truth. And uh, and it's just so important, man, that we continue to give ourselves a space for the Lord to minister to us. So I was so happy, bro. Um, I'm so happy that after so many years, it's been five years now, we're still in relationship with these young, young Jesus. It's been that long. Yeah, man. And, um, has it yes it has well since we transitioned out transition out it's been three. Oh, but, okay. but no, like no, since, since we know known them yeah, yeah 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 since we've known them it's been um and they're like they're like longer than five bro yeah been longer than five we're pushing then i'm pushing eight yeah literally i've known i've known i, I literally have premarital with one of them one of them after this podcast yet and i've known them since they were 12. yeah yeah i saw them audition the first time eight, for worship eight years dude and yeah. it's just so cool that like three of them worshiped led worship mm -hmm. three days of this weekend yeah friday saturday yeah. and sunday 
Yeah. And by the end, they were just so excited they yeah. got to do it. And uh, it's just so important, bro. So important that we just disciple people the right way. And that, you know, I was I was blessed to have people who put me in those uncomfortable positions mm -hmm. so that I would figure it out. Um, you're better at this than I am. <laughs> um, I love I loved hearing them say, never done something like this before. Let's figure out how do we going to do this? Give me some structure. And I'm like, follow the Lord. Like, just, just follow the Lord. Have fun with it. Like, I love how one of them, we won't we say names. I love how one of them was, well, I just at least want to know kind of what's going to happen. I'm like, well, you can be sure that we're going to start somewhere and be certain that we're going to end somewhere. We're going to end somewhere. <laughs> and, and, and again, like that's, I mean, sometimes even how our podcast, most of the time we just say, all right, Lord, we want to have a beginning and an end. You fill the middle. Abba, like help us. Like this is where we feel like we're going, which was this podcast. Yes, we had Khaled. a whole plan, and we, we had a whole, we had a whole. Like this is where we feel like we need to go, and then it just the Lord began to go in a different direction. We feel like, and we followed it, and um, yeah, I just more than anything, more than anything, you're a priest. Whether you are newly saved, saved for ten years, or saved for fifty years, you're a priest. So don't sit on the sideline. Don't expect someone else to do your priestly duties. You are considered a child of the Most High God, a prince and a princess. Like this, these are, there's so many things to you, right? And we just want to encourage you that what the beautiful thing that we witnessed this past week is we witnessed some some young priest beginning to walk in just priesthood, like priesthood. And in priesthood, you, you you fall, you scrape your knee, you jumble, you don't hit the right tone, you say something that maybe you were off on. Like you're you're gonna you're gonna make mistakes. And what was beautiful about Friday was that what I saw was they may have made some mistakes, but they kept they kept moving towards the heart of the king. They kept moving towards the heart of the king, no matter what. Like like though they they may have been off, or they didn't hit the right tone, or they didn't know the lyric, like whatever it might be, like. You just saw as I witnessed it because I remember watching them when they were afraid of that, where they were afraid to miss a note. They were afraid to not know the lyric, where they would lock up and just lock and not do anything, like or they wouldn't speak what was in their in their soul. Like there was there was a moment that that for the first time I've ever seen her ab lib a little bit. And what is one of the most beautiful moments was it was something that I used to sing during that moment. And to watch her say it, and and it was a moment of of like you like I, I if anyone else didn't see it, the Lord had me see like the moment of it was a song from Extravagant, and and it's like oh oh you know how He loves us, how He loves us, right? She's saying how He loves me, and like that moment, I just saw like the Lord just go like like just like just just get in her spirit, and I'm like. Ah, oh, like Lord, like those are those are the moments where it becomes. She could barely start the song because because of the heaviness because of the truth. She just felt God's love in that moment. Yeah. And again, it's like, it's like again, speaking of excellence, I'd rather you, I rather your heart be broken yeah. at God's love and not be able to yeah. start the song. Right, right. Be excellent onto Him. Right. You know, then, uh, then just keep moving through and yeah. just just because I need to get through this. I need to, I need to perform. I'll say I'll say this uh, to finish us out here, Joey. Because if not, we won't finish. And I'm not gonna be able to do premarital. <laughs> One of the things that I've grieved that that grieved my heart hearing a person say is, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to figure this thing out, like the the worship thing, because I'm just new to this whole church thing. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that reveals the focus has been off for a while mm. and we need to we need to place it back on our Jesus and we need to just 
draw near to him. That's it. That's the end of this. Yeah. Like be desperate. This is all Jesus about drawing near. Put the blinders on, as we heard a pastor this this Friday too. Mm-hmm. Put your blinders on and just be about Jesus. Be about Jesus. Yeah. Be about Jesus. Be about Jesus. So word. Be yeah. about Jesus. Just just put it on Jesus. Put it on Jesus. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Go go be young priest, focus on Jesus. Be older priest, focus on Jesus. Be middle-aged priest, whatever you want to put, just be priest that Jesus is your goal in all of these things. So thank you for listening uh, to our podcast. Uh, we hope it blesses you. We hope it produces and stirs something inside of you as it stirs something in, in front of us and inside of us. And help us, Lord, as I just pray and end out tonight, God, God help, help us by, by pruning the areas that need to be pruned so that we may bear more fruit. Close doors that no man can open, and that includes us, that if that door needs to be shut, Lord, shut that door. And Lord, open doors that no man can close. If we keep trying to slam a door shut because it's uncomfortable or because we don't want to go down that pathway, whatever it might be, Lord, swing open that door for us. So Father, as we go out throughout our day, Will you be with us? Will you remind us that every single place we do, whether it's business, family, whatever it is, we are priests in you because of you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Jesus' name, so be it. Love you guys. Be fruitful. <laughs>